This is the Mark Stucheski Podcast. Shauna Shu, welcome to the show. I am whipped into a frenzy to be here with you. <laughs> whipped into a frenzy. Now, when you say whipped, the first thing my mind goes to is whipped cream mm, on a Sunday with chocolate. Yes. Wait, Mark, wait, 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 stop, Mark. That's right. You got to get your mind back out of the food. Yes. Well, I like food. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> and I like doing I like doing conversations with interesting people, and that's why I'm here. And I get whipped into a frenzy pretty easy. <laughs> well, I'm glad that's a good place to start because we're going to talk about mindset today. And I love talking about mindset. But before we do, why don't you tell – I'm going to sound like a poet here – before we do, why don't you tell us who Shauna Shu is and what do you do? Okay. <laughs> who is Shauna Shu? There we go. Um, well, I'm just a regular girl trying to make my way in the world. Yes. And uh, at the same time, I'm also a voracious learner. So my whole life has been about that. And I really, really dig ah, the adventure of life. The fact that we create our life by the way we think. And I think that if we remember that we create our life, it doesn't happen to us. Then we could do anything. That is so important that we create our life. And the reason why I'm excited to talk about mindset today is we are being influenced by so many things throughout our day. And the problem is people don't realize the many, many, many ways we're being influenced. So if you happen to be on Twitter, I'm not, but if you're on Twitter and you see a very divisive tweet, even though you may look at it for a couple seconds, that still influences you and affects how you look at the world, at least for the near term. So let's talk about mindset because uh, I'm pretty sure you've heard about the COVID pandemic going on. And then we have <laughs> all the other stuff going around the world. A lot of people need to... Um, Kids used to say, you better check yourself before you wreck yourself. We need to talk about mindset seriously today. I agree. And uh, I guess what you were saying, influencing, and who we allow to influence us is also a choice. We create that. So if you're looking at it, sometimes if you talk to a lot of leaders, which I work with leaders all the time as a coach, leadership and executives, and who are you allowing in? Who are you reading? Who are you watching? Who are you listening to? I can't remember who it was that said that we are so alike, the five people we spend the most time with. Well, here we are in the pandemic and we're all alone. We're, we're hooked to screens. Same, same. So who are the five influencers that you're allowing into your life, which impacts your mindset, impacts the way you think? It can even make you either depressed or excited. So I guard myself. I, I truly do. And I have for a long, long time. And it's because of the people I follow. So it's like, I'm going to let in philosophers. I'm going to let in people I think have value to the party. And usually those people never talk about other people. I mean, that's the lowest form is people talking about other people. The best, the highest form of leaders, exec, the, the best way to live is to talk about ideas. Charlie Tremendous Jones used to say, in five years, you'll be the same person you are today, except for the books you read and the people you meet. And it goes along with what you just said, because it really is to your advantage to be very careful 
who you're hanging around, whether virtual or in person, what you're reading, what books you're reading, what TV shows you're watching, who you're following on social media. It really does matter. And what happens is people are just mindlessly scrolling through social media, not realizing that's all affecting their mindset. Well, and I love Charlie Tremendous Jones, by the way, knew the man. I'm part of National Speakers Association, which he was, uh, what a, what a spirit. But if you look at this and said that we have that choice. So let's talk about mindset and people who are listening. They're making a choice to listen to this podcast. So bravo. I mean, think about that for a minute. Anybody who's listening to this podcast already is ahead of the game. People who listen to podcasts are ahead of the game. So then you have to stop and say, what podcast are you listening to? You know, you yours is completely clean. And I was laughing with you because I'm I don't, unless you're around it a lot, and let's face it, if you're watching some series or something where they're cussing and they're having, I mean, all the bad things that you can watch, it seems normal to you. So my first thing, my first call to action for everybody is, what is it? And is that okay with you? And people are like, well, they've been in my life for my whole life. I can't get rid of them. Well, you can reduce the time you have with them. <laughs> okay. I'm going to take you in short snippets, but what I'm going to fill my life with is fun or life or love or some of the best gurus in the world. And guess what? You can get their books for nothing. I mean, either free or listening to on audible or you buy a book. It's the best investment. So I just say that that's number one, check out, like if you're listening to this podcast, bravo. If you're listening to podcasts and books, bravo, bravo. Now, what are some things in your life that you would be, it would be valuable for you to get rid of? And you know what they are. So go do that. (laughs) That's step one. Start actually following through on your to-do list now. I'll show you how to remove overwhelm from your life and blow through your list in no time. Learn how to get and stay focused. Become untangled from the chaos of your to-do list. Experience less overwhelm and have time to do what you really want to do. Find out more about my 12-step process to productivity program at mrproductivity.com. Well, well, what's interesting, you talk about books being a tremendous investment. You buy a book for $15 to $25. Now, one of my favorite authors is Cal Newport. He wrote Deep Work. He wrote Digital Minimalism. He wrote A World Without Email. And I paid like 20 bucks for his book. If I got on the phone with Cal Newport and he read me his book, not an audible. I mean, he actually read it to me live. He would charge me way more than $20. (laughs) And that's why I think books are such a huge investment and people, well, I'll just read a blog post or I'll just read a tweet. No, go read a book. And I am actually come back from being uh, an ebook kind of guy. now. I like reading a print book and I'm purposely slowing down reading because I was trying to read through books so fast to get to the next one. And I'm like, wait a minute, am I reading to add another book to my list of books read or am I reading to learn and change my life? And so I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm only going to read print books. I'm going to slow down and highlight them. And I'm really going to immerse myself in the book. Since I started doing that, I started the first of this year, 2021, my reading has gone to another level. I'm not reading as many books, but I'm learning way more than I did in the previous years. Well, you make a good point. And I learned it this way. And I'm like you in that, well, it could be this 
get it all done. I want to go to the next one. And I had been writing down all the books that I read, but I was remembering, I, I didn't get as much out of them. So here, here's the way I look at it. Am I attempting to get through the book or get from the book? Mm. Now think of, and that's what you're doing right now. You're getting from these books so that you're slowing down. What about everything? A class. Well, let's just get through that class. Or are we going to get from that class? I'm going to get through this period, this pandemic, or do I want to get from this pandemic? And what, what would it be? And there's lessons in absolutely everything that happens to you, but it's the mindset of I'm going to get from, like I'm right now fostering puppies and it's my third foster in the fostering of puppies in the last eight months. And I thought I had it dialed. Matter of fact, I was using this. I work with um, different organizations where they bring me in to work with their leaders. And I, I took what was going on right in my life right now. And I said, when I first got my first set of puppies, I was like, holy. I mean, it's like being a brand new leader. And you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. And they're all these individuals and they have all these things. And, I, 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 you know, and I'm like, how hard can it be? And then you realize that being a leader is not that easy. And I had to build systems and I had to get things put in place. Now I have rubber gloves everywhere, <laughs> but you, you have all this. So then I was like, I got this dialed. So then I, I foster another set of puppies and guess what? I'm out way out of my league. My systems were better, but these are different individuals, these different little beings. And so like all of us, unless we, figure out what the lessons are. Like, why do I keep doing this? Because now that I'm on my third set of puppies, it's, I, I'm appreciating things in new ways. So we have to have that beginner's mind. We've got to have this, I don't have it dialed. Now I'm better than I was the first time and the second time, but I can't imagine how much better I will be after that. And it's the same with our books. The first time we read it, we're like blown away. And then like going back and reading the same book and saying, my gosh, this book has changed. <laughs> nope, you have. <laughs> yeah, I've read a couple books uh, multiple times, like Deep Work, one of my favorite books. I've listened to that twice, read it twice. And it's amazing. Every time I read it, it's like, was this in it? The other, did they change the book? I mean, that's right. how, how is it? What? And I get confused because I'm in a different time of my life. And it's the same book, but we changed the book. They, I promise you, Cal Newport didn't print a new version of the book, sneak into my house and put it in my bookshelf and put all and go back to the other book and put all the exact highlightings in there. That didn't happen. Yeah. I am in a different, that would be kind of uh, creepy if he did, but we are in a different frame of mind, a different time in our life. That's why when you read the book more than once, we're like, wow, was this in there last time? you missed it last time because your mind was not receptive to it. Yes. And I find this with my coaching clients, like we'll work on a tool and because what I do, you don't get the tool until it's happening to you in your life. So if, if it's happening, like you're having an issue with this person or you're attempting to work something out in your mind, we build around what's happening inside your life right this minute. Because generally when we learn new things, we learn them in the order that they think it goes or the process, but that's not how life is. Life is well, suddenly we're confronted with something and we're not that place in the book yet. Yes. So we learn it. And then guess what? We have to revisit it. 
And then you learn it in a different nuance. I liken it to whenever we think we're expert at something, that's when we just really are becoming, that's when we can get really good at it. And that's the difference between knowing something and becoming masterful. So like my dad was a master builder. He could do, he was just, he knew how to use his tools. So I used the the hammer and the nail. And my dad was like, he would tap and drive, tap, drive, tap, drive. It was, he was to watch my dad, a master builder was crazy. Now I understand the concept of a nail and a hammer, but you don't want to watch me nail anything. You know what I mean? I, I hit my thumb, I bend the nail, I hit the wall. You know, I mean, I, it's a mess, but I understand the concept. I understand the concept. And that's where looking at everything that you're learning or going back and relearning it. And the minute we as human beings say, oh, I, I have that. We're cheating ourselves in the world because you only have it to a certain level. And I'm pretty certain my dad would say that he could get better. At, you know, my dad is no longer with us, but he would have gotten better and better because that's what mastery is, is using tools, not only in the, the way they are intended, but masterful. And that's what I do for my clients. But that's what you're doing when you're listening to these books multiple times is we're attempting to get masterful over a concept. And I find it exciting and brilliant. You know, when you, when you're talking to somebody and they're like, they get it right. They got that little light in their eyes and they're they're like, I get it. And you're like, yeah, yeah. I love that part. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll break on my dad because my dad was a machinist. And he wasn't one of these machinists that would take a piece of stock, put it in the NEC machine, and then hit one, two, three, four, start and sit down and read a book. My dad could actually take the raw stock, read a blueprint and make something out of it. And what really frustrated me is he got the same amount of money as the guy sitting in front of the computerized machine. But the guy in the computerized machine probably couldn't make something out of raw stock looking at the blueprint. And so how you not pay my dad more? I mean, the machine's doing all the work with the other guy. He's reading books. My dad doesn't read books because he had to work. You know, it was back in the day when he worked in the seal factory. So my point is we really need to be careful of everything that we're allowing in our minds. And I want the listener to stop and think for a moment. And this is actually an exercise. Let's get really tactical here on the show. For one hour, I want you to write down everything that you're exposed to. Now, don't do it more than an hour. Be too overwhelming, not to mention horrifying. Everything you're exposed to, social media, email, the barking dog, the the, the air, air conditioning turn on, someone talking to you. If you do this for an hour, you're going to understand how much you are actually being influenced. Because when you tell people, when you ask people, hey, how are you influenced? They'll say, well email, social media, TV, but that's the stuff on the surface. If you keep digging and digging and digging and digging, you're going to find out you're being influenced by things you never even considered you were being influenced by because you don't, they're kind of like on the peripheral. You don't even look at them, but they're influencing you. And I encourage people to do this exercise because I think it'd be mind blowing for them. What do you think? I think it would be, but I even think it could be less than that. Uh, less than an hour. I mean, if you were to stop, you're listening to this podcast right now and just look around right this minute, just look around. And someone said, who was it? Maybe Benjamin Franklin said it wasn't Benjamin Franklin, but recently 
this um, quote was, only have things in your life that are beautiful or useful. Mm. And think about that for a minute. So if I look at, if you're listening to this in your home office or in the car, what's around you? Do you love the art? Do you love, is there any art? Do you have windows? And when you look out the window, are you digging what you see? Because everything impacts how you work, how you think. It, it, it just does. And if you really stopped and said, is what I have useful or beautiful? When you get rid of some stuff, you would get rid of some stuff or you would make it beautiful or you would make it useful. I mean, right there, it would be and something easy to do. Like if, if there's trash or a bunch of stiff stick in there, get rid of it right this minute. You're going to feel a hundred times better. <laughs> and no one ever says, Oh, awesome. It's overcast and dreary outside. No, we go, wow, it's beautiful, sunny outside and it, the sky is blue. Or yesterday here in Houston, we had rain all day and then I saw a double rainbow. I didn't go out and say, oh, look at the grass is wet and it's going to be greener and I'm going to cut it in a week. No, I'm like, wow, look at that rainbow. And I think people need to stop and really look around. So I love how you took my hour and condensed it down to 30 seconds because I think people are, are struggling with COVID and they're struggling with this, that, and the other thing. Look at, look at what's beautiful around you right now. I don't care if you're out on a walk, if you're running, you're on an airplane, there are things around you that are beautiful. Okay. And don't just go, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what Sean and Mark are saying. No, do it. Literally do it because so many people listen to podcasts, watch YouTube videos, take courses, go to seminars, but they don't take action. We, I should say really specifically, Shauna gave you something really simple you can do right now. Please don't let this moment pass without looking around you and finding out what's beautiful. And you may go, wait a minute, I thought this podcast is about mindset. It is because if you recognize the beauty around you, you feel better. Therefore, you have a better attitude and a better mindset. So it's all tied together. Yes. And you were saying whether it's rain or not. I live in Oregon. And so there's quite a bit of rain. <laughs> and people say, how do you handle that? Well, I carry my own weather. And there's a whole a huge amount of people talking about gratitude, about how to feel gratitude and how to be grateful, to be grateful about everything. But if you're actually looking at what's beautiful and useful around you and you're, and you see beauty in everything, it, it absolutely is a mindset to be able to say when the rain comes, we drip with green here. I mean, it is so overwhelmingly vibrant that the green of Oregon, I live in the, the Willamette Valley and it, it's almost mind boggling how beautiful it is, but you have to actually recognize that it's beautiful or it's just like, oh yeah, I got to mow the grass. Well, hello. <laughs> I mean, we can either think, oh, I got to mow the grass or we can think, oh my heavens, the abundance. And this is the other thing, the mindset of abundance. If you look and say everything in the world, if you think about how it all grows, the abundance abundance of grass, the abundance of trees, the abundance of sand. If you live somewhere where there isn't any green or, or, or grass, there's so much abundance. And looking around and being able to say that it's plentiful. So why isn't it plentiful for us? Well, it is. It, it's just the way we look at it. I get it. 
You want productivity tips, but your email inbox is, well, out of control. When you follow Mr. Productivity on Telegram Messenger, you'll receive daily bite-sized productivity tips delivered to your phone or desktop for free. Let me help you become more productive, step-by-step, day-by-day. Follow Mr. Productivity on Telegram today. That is so powerful to, to what you just said, because somebody could look at it and go, well... It's 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 sunny outside, which means I can get cancer from the sun. Somebody else could say, you know, it's sunny. I know you can't overdose from vitamin D from the sun. So I'm going to go out, read my print book while getting some vitamin D. Same situation, but people yeah. look at it different ways. Uh, take the example COVID. You can you can say, oh, my gosh, the COVID monster is going to come get me and I'm going to die in a horrible death. Or you can say, look, it, I'm going to live every day the best I can. I'm going to find the beauty in every day. And if I get sick, I'll worry about it then. What I see a lot of people now is they're worried about something that's not even here. I'm like, have you gotten COVID? No. Do you know anybody's gotten COVID? No. Then why you worry about it when it gets here? What I want you to do is do what you said, Shauna. You got a lot of things that are beautiful right now. Yeah, COVID is real. But why are you going to obsess something, especially if you're working from home? I mean, to me, I think you're just wasting so much energy worrying when you can say, look it, I'm just going to go about my day serving people, looking at the beauty, and then I'll go from there. If I get COVID, I'll worry about it then. But if you don't have COVID, I think unnecessarily worrying about things doesn't really serve you well. It doesn't. It was. La- I was laughing. I was. Fear is such an interesting thing, and I've been doing kind of a lot of of reading about it. I'm a horsewoman, and so there's when you get on top of an animal that's twelve hundred pounds, you you kind of need to be present because it can kill you. <laughs> and so, um, if you, I love that I ride. That I'm a horsewoman. When I'm really looking at fear, I. You, you think to yourself, if, if you're fearful, the animal feels it, you have a, a much more difficult time. And so someone had, had read really and truly fear is either from the past because something happened to us and we don't want to repeat it, or we're fearful of what might happen in the future. And so if you're spending time in fear, oh my heavens, I could get knocked off this horse. You're in the future or, oh, I don't want to fall off my horse and hurt myself again. That's the past. Right now, the horse is just standing there. You know, right now, there is no fear, right? Right now, you just either have to get on or get off or brush the thing out or whatever you're going to do. And so if you can, listening to this, say, I feel fear about the pandemic. Well, that's the future that you might get something or the, the past that you were sick about something else. But right this minute, you breathing in and out, Okie dokie. Let's live here. Let's live in this moment. Yes. That is so powerful because in the Christmas of 2020, my wife and I decided, you know, why give each other presents? We just like, it's just us. The kids have moved on, not dead. They're just moved on to their life. And so we always wanted to join a gun range. I live in Houston, Texas. So we decided to get a, a membership to local gun range. And I never held a gun in my entire life up until September 2020. And so I had this fear of seeing all these shows on TV. Well, now I've gone to the gun range like every month since September, and I have a healthy respect for guns. 
Now, I don't own a gun. Okay. I know how to use the gun. I know how to load a gun. But my point is, is my mindset shifted from looking at all the stuff on TV, which is dramatized, you know, they go in and kick in the door and then you look at them like, oh my gosh. And then you go hold a gun. Like, okay, as long as you don't break the four rules and as long as you're not a, a weirdo and you try to do something crazy, it's just a tool. And eventually I will buy a gun and I hope I never, ever have to kill someone in my life. I really do. I hope the only time I use a gun is when I'm at the gun range. That's what guns are supposed to be for unless you're hunting. But my mindset shifted when I actually went to the gun gun club. My wife and I joined. We went to the safety class. We learned how to fire a gun. We go to the gun range. Now I'm not in fear of it. I'm not living in the fear of the future. I'm not living in the fear of the past. I'm living the present. It's a gun. I know how to use it properly. No one's ever been hurt when I was at the gun range. My wife has not been hurt. And I think whether you talk about COVID or guns or you talk about food you eat, doesn't matter. You have to have a healthy mindset about it. And if you are fearing something, I need think you need to figure out why are you experiencing that fear? Now, for me, like I have a I have an un, I'm uncanny fear of the dentist because in the past I had a yeah. dentist that did not treat me really well. And so every poor dentist, I go forward. It's not as bad as it used to. Every year it gets better. But I tell them up front, hey, listen. I had this knucklehead. He goes, oh, you had one of those dentists. And so they know this. I tell the new dentist this up front and they go, okay, because they know how to treat me now because they know they've already have to deal with this baggage from this other dentist. But if you just say, well, I'm not going to address that fear, then it's never going to go away magically. You have to address the fear. Yes, I think you're right. And Addressing it may not be even that you have it or you don't have it. You just have to put it in its proper place. Is it the past? Is it the future? Or is it the now? Uh, you're just talking about an inanimate object. Uh, a gun is an inanimate object. So if, you, if we looked at, can this hurt me right now? And it can't. And the doctor, your dentist, can he hurt me? And is that his intent? I mean, look at that for a minute. Um, I'm sorry that happened to you, but People don't want to hurt other people generally. I really don't believe that people wake up and go, who can I hurt today? <laughs> I think <laughs> I think we wake up and we think we want to do the very best we can. We all want the same things. You know, when I work with people, yeah. <clears throat> the reason that a person will get a coach versus a person who doesn't is usually because they they know in their heart of hearts that they have something bigger, something better. And all great stories in the history of time have always had you're, you're on a quest, your life quest. And usually you're, you need some sort of a guide, a Gandalf or a Yoda or someone. And it could be your grandfather or it could be a, a, a wise old sage or even a young person. You can learn from anyone. But if we don't open our hearts and our minds to say life could be better than what we have it right now, even though it's wonderful. Like my life is pretty darn fabulous and I still want more. That's what's so great about life. I want more experiences or I want more joy. Little puppies. I got to tell you something. If you want joy, get foster some puppies. You're also going to have a lot of poop, but you will have lots and lots of joy. <laughs> uh, I just sometimes go sit outside and watch yeah. it tumble. It's just great. Yes, absolutely. Well, Shauna, we talked a lot today 
uh, anybody who doesn't get a ton of information from our time together, um, go listen to the episode again, because you gave us so much to think about. Where can we go to find out more about you and the dent you're putting in the universe? Thank you. Uh, my website, shawnashu.com, and it's spelled S-H-A-W-N-A. And my last name, even though it sounds just like the one on your foot, Shu, is spelled S-C-H-U-H. And on there, um, in my website, there is a free quiz on how to uncover your leadership blind spots. And also, you can sign up to get a clarifying call with me at any time. I I like to give back to the world. And when somebody signs up for a clarifying call, it's not a sales call. I just have a chance to help you. Uh, it's about 30 minutes and it kind of keeps me tapped into what's going on in the industry. Well, the world really. And I love giving. So it's kind of my gig. Excellent. Well, I want to thank you for being on the show today. I really appreciate you being here. Oh, you were wonderful. And good luck to all the, the listeners. They're doing something good for themselves. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Mark Stucheski Podcast. I really hope it served you well today. Now head on over to my website, mrproductivity.com. Sign up to be a free Mark Stucheski Insider. Get my top five productivity tips for entrepreneurs. Absolutely free. It's my gift to you. And until tomorrow, my friend, go be productive.